0: This is episode 406 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, 7 Natural Cleaning Recipes for Your Whole House. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. everyone, we got another five-star review on iTunes, and I just want to give a a shout-out to, and uh, I I guess the name is Snoop and Poop. That's uh, that's a funny name there. Uh, But anyway, he says, love listening to this on my way to and from work. I do not share some of Todd's political or religious views, but I greatly admire the integrity and compassion he brings to the podcast. The articles are great, and I especially love Todd's insightful commentary. If you are new to prepping, this is a great place to start, as he does not talk down to you and frequently revisits what I would call the basics of prepping. Yet, at the same time, his knowledge and experience are vast enough to give even seasoned preppers a lot to think about. Fantastic work, my friend. All right. Well, Snoop, thanks so much uh, for that five-star review and leaving that. It's always a great encouragement when I see one of those come through on my end and I really do appreciate that. Um, And just to be clear on the political political views, I, I just, guys, I think they're all idiots. You know, just, <laughs> that's just my, my view. I, I want politics. I want government to just leave, leave me alone. Right. I mean, that's my ultimate view there. And uh, so, uh, but the thing is, is that what happens in Washington, what what's going on over there does affect, uh, you know, the way that we live. And uh, I just rather them just leave us alone. But, uh, you know, Thanks again, Snoop, for uh, dropping that uh, review in iTunes. I greatly do appreciate it. Hey, guys, I do want to let you know that I recently released my audio version or audiobook version of my ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. And I, I know that that's just perfect for those of you that are always on the go and listening to the podcast as opposed to reading articles on Prepper website. And I know many of you do do both of them. But I do want to encourage you because if you find yourself needing money to prep and you're like, man, if I had an extra 50 or a hundred dollars or maybe even more uh, a month, I mean, what would that do for my preparedness? Or what would that do for me to pay down debt or for me to build my emergency fund? You know, the, the prepping does take money. We do try to do a lot that is, you know, we try to be frugal. We try to do a lot of, hey, free things that you can do. But ultimately, it does require some money. It does require money to uh, have food storage. It does require a little extra money to have water filters. It does require a little extra money to buy some gear. I mean, you don't have to have the the tactical, you know, 511 things that cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I mean, I, I don't have that. Um, but there and so there are ways of of doing it again like I said frugally but it still costs money and so I know that that was such a big blessing to me when I finally got the realization that I was able to help prep and help prepare my family and I really wasn't digging into my family budget in, in doing that I was able to continue doing what we needed to do with our family budget But I was able to prepare as well. And running a micro biz allowed me to do that. And so there is something that you love to do out there. Um, You know, one of your hobbies or something that you are good at, something that people think that you are good at. Uh, you might not even think it. You might think that it is just a no brainer for you, but people think that it is something great and people would pay for it. And so you could earn a little bit of extra money to be able to add to your preparedness. And that's why I believe in having a micro biz. I believe every prepper should have a micro biz. And, uh, you know, in one way or another, there's multiple, multiple micro biz's. So, you could have multiple streams of income that would be good as well. So, if you're interested in the audiobook or in the ebook, uh, you still get access to the Prepper website forums buying both of them. I just have an introductory offer right now of $7.99 for the audiobook, and uh, you know that will go up uh, later on down the road, but you know that that is available right now. So, I just encourage you to think about that. Because it's not hard to do. It's something that would be a great blessing to you. And uh, I, I just feel everybody should be there. It makes life just a little bit more interesting. And what are the alternatives? You know, coming home, sitting on your couch, vegging out on front of, in front of the television, and, uh, you know, not, not really doing anything, just kind of continuing that cycle over and over again where you can really do something that makes a difference and you can help your family get better prepared. All right, so if you're interested, there are links in the show notes or you can come on over to the prepper website All right, so our first article, I really wanted to do uh, Sometimes I think, like, like man, I'm, I'm giving a lot of doom and gloom. And I kind of feel like I've been doing that the last couple of uh, episodes. And I'm like, you know, I got to change it up. You know, I just got to do something different here. And so this is why I'm going with this article from homesteadsurvivalsite.com. Again the article is seven natural cleaning recipes for your whole house. Now the cool thing about this one and I know that I've mentioned this before in the past is that when you when you have these ingredients and the, it's like a handful of ingredients that you can use in all of these recipes that I'm going to that I'm going to read to you here and I'm also going to give you the directions on how to use them and and all this good stuff but it's a handful of resources a handful of items that you can use that replaces a whole bunch of other things out there and so you can save money that's one way of saving money now and you can add to your preparedness that way but it's also you know you can stock up on these things they don't take a lot of space and you have supplies for if There's a really, really bad day. You know what I'm saying? And so you can still clean your house. Hygiene is still going to be a very, very important thing if we ever get into a situation where um, you're not able to go to the grocery store. So this is one of those articles that you want to possibly print out and you want to just have the recipes available, or maybe there's just a couple of these that you think are worthy. And so you can go write them down. Maybe you have a journal, maybe you have like, you know, like a journal of preparedness, a preparedness journal where you're just writing things down. And uh, so you can write these things down and have these recipes uh, good to go. So it's not a very long article, but uh, I think this is an important one and one that, uh, you know, you should consider stocking some of these supplies. They're not very expensive at all. Alright, so uh, again, 7 Natural Cleaning Recipes for Your Whole House. Once upon a time, cleaning the house meant covering every surface in products purchased from the nearest store. The man-made ingredients certainly stripped the places of germs and left behind a pleasant scent, but they also contained unsavory elements that left toxins lingering around the house and in the air. These products, no matter how effective, aren't your only options anymore. Instead, you can whip up your own cleaning solutions that are equally as hard working without any of the unwanted additives. Here are several of them. The first one is a wood floor cleaner. Your wood floors are undoubtedly precious, but they don't need a fancy cleaner to keep them that way. Instead, you can whip up your own, but keep in mind the type of wood floors you have. Waxed floors shouldn't be cleaned with water, for example. So the ingredients are half a cup of white vinegar and one gallon of warm water. The directions, mix them together and mop as normal. Just make sure you wring out your rag or mop so that as little water is left behind as possible. And guys, I can tell you for tile, my wife uses that same um i I don't think she measures out a half cup of white vinegar but uh, she uses that same you know vinegar and uh warm water to mop our tile floors and they do leave it uh, really clean and they feel really good when they dry all right the second one is tile and grout cleaner once again a simple combination of household ingredients baking soda vinegar and an optional dash of hydrogen peroxide can tackle the tough to clean grout in your bathroom. So the ingredients are baking soda, vinegar, and peroxide. Here are the directions. Spray a one-to-one water to vinegar solution over tile and grout and let sit for five minutes. Scrub grout with a toothbrush or a grout brush. Mix baking soda with water to create a paste. Work it into the grout with a toothbrush. Spray the baking soda with the one-to-one vinegar to water solution. This should cause the baking soda to bubble up and do some of the cleaning work for you. Try spraying hydrogen peroxide over any stains or mildew once you've exhausted your other options. All right, so there's a couple of different things to do there. You know, one of the things that they bring up is spray, and you might want to invest in some good spray bottles. So if you find any good spray bottles, for uh, you know, for a good price or ever on sale, it'd be good to um, to invest in some of those. And so you can make these things up. A lot of the times you can make these uh, cleaners up and just kind of leave them sitting there and just you know mark them and, and let everyone know what they are. And you can go to town using it. But you know you got the the one to one. You spray the the solution there, then go to town with the toothbrush, and then you have the the baking soda and the and the and the water to make a paste. And then if you need something more than hydrogen peroxide. All right, so this third one is laundry detergent. Laundry detergent is also a cleaning product, and it's one that comes laden with sulfates, fragrances, and other unnatural additives that you don't want on your clothes or skin. So mix up washing soda, borax, a shredded bar of soap to create your own laundry detergent and keep those man-made ingredients out of your washing machine. Again, the ingredients are borax, washing soda, and a bar of soap that is grated. The directions. If you haven't already, grate your bar of soap by hand or use a food processor. Mix two parts borax, two parts washing soda, and one part soap. Add between two tablespoons and one-fourth cup of the mixture to each load of wash. All right, so I can tell you I've never used this or we've never used this on our own. Um, This is something that I would want to do if uh, we were in a poop hit the fan situation and we were using, like, you know, like a five gallon bucket to wash our clothes and, and, you know, different things like that. So that's probably what I would use. The reason I say that, although I haven't done it myself, is that I've read where people have said doing using this detergent has left a little film on clothes or maybe you know it, they just felt like it wasn't as clean now other comments would say to that then they used too much of it and they shouldn't have used too much uh, I've also remember like uh, gay over at backdoor survival saying that it didn't get white clothes as white as she would have liked them to be. And so eventually the white clothes started getting gray. I, I believe that's gay. If I remember correctly, it's been a while, but uh, you know, that's, that's very possible there. But anyway, uh, that's, that's why I say that if there's anybody who, you know, you do use this type of laundry soap for your, Uh, for your laundry in your your regular washing machine and you don't have any problems let me know if there's a tweak that you know to this one right here the borax washing soda and a bar of soap let me know too and uh, you know i'll make sure to share that on the podcast all right number four is all-purpose cleaner an all-purpose cleaner is one of the many simple three ingredient cleaners you can whip up all you need are distilled water and vinegar along with castile soap you can drop in tea tree essential oil too to rid surfaces of bacteria and fungus that might be lurking on your surface. So the ingredients, one and three-fourths cup of distilled water, one cup of distilled white vinegar, one-fourth cup of castile soap, and tea tree oil. The directions, pour all of the ingredients to a spray bottle, use a funnel to help you, add tea tree oil if desired, shake to mix and use. All right. So Castile soap, uh, the one that a lot of people recommend is Dr. Bronner's and uh, Dr. Bronner's pure Castile liquid soap. Uh, the unscented there's uh, for 32 ounces is 1599 on Amazon. And so, you know, that's one of those that you might want to, uh, to pick up. There's others that are not Dr. Bronner's that uh, like a, for a gallon, 3799. I've never used that one, but there is a lot of, you know, there's, there's 182 reviews for, for Four out of five stars but dr bronner's has 4.5 stars and has over a thousand reviews so you know a lot of people like that one for sure all right the other thing i want to say here is tea tree oil is very very powerful um that's that might be something if you're not into essential oils you might want to get some tea tree oil just for the disinfectant um Aspect of it, you know, and it's I believe it's anti, it's or well, it's going to be antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial. I mean, there is a lot there, and so I think I've talked about this before in the past. So this is kind of gross, but I did have like some fungus on my toe, and uh, at one time, you know, the doctor had looked at it and said, "Yeah, we can." I went to the doctor for something else, and he said, "Hey, I can give you some medicine, but we've got to you know take blood work and all this kind of stuff." And I'm like, you know, and and really I was going for another thing so I was he said like let's clear this other thing up first and then we'll we'll look at that other uh to take care of that toe now and i'm like man i don't want to take something where i've got to monitor my blood that's so stupid so i started using tea tree oil and it worked man i mean it's not one of those things that's immediate but neither is the other stuff that the doctors give you they'll tell you it takes weeks and this took weeks as well so you you just put it on with a q-tip put a couple of drops on a q-tip and make sure you get it all around your toe and, and underneath as much as you can uh, at night and in the morning when you when you wake up to go to work and uh, it works and let me tell you it's one that you should have and if you're not into any essential oils uh, i do recommend that i probably need to do some more on essential oils because uh, they're very powerful and i know that uh, not too many people a lot of people are like oh, come on it's just like a little oil and it smells no there's some there's some really powerful things to them and so we need to talk about those here in the future all right so number 5 is bathroom cleaner there are so many different areas of your bathroom to clean all naturally surprisingly you can tackle something as tough to remove as mildew with just a half cup of each of vinegar and borax so the ingredients half cup borax half a cup of vinegar the directions mix the ingredients apply the resulting paste with a sponge or brush Or for hard to remove mold, let it sit for an hour before scrubbing and rinsing it with water. Alright, number six is toilet bowl cleaner. In elementary school science class, you probably did a little science experiment where you blended baking soda with vinegar. And if you remember what happened next, you know why these two pantry staples can clean your toilet bowl. They bubble up and work all on their own to get rid of stains and make everything shine. So the ingredients, one cup of baking soda, one cup of vinegar. The directions, pour baking soda into your toilet bowl and let it sit for an hour. Add a cup of vinegar and let sit for five minutes. Flush the toilet and voila, you shouldn't even have to scrub the bowl to make it shine. All right, so I'm kind of curious about this one. I want to uh, I want to try this one out and see because, you know, they, the baking soda, they're not talking about scrubbing it in there or anything just pouring it in there and i'm wondering if they're talking about the actual the whole bowl or if they're just talking about you know um i guess what's below the water and that's why the you know where where you get that just pour it in there i don't know so uh, i might have to try that one myself the only problem is is just leaving it in there for an hour right Uh, you kind of lose the bathroom for an hour but anyway i don't know i'm going to try that one myself number seven is window cleaner there are no chemicals required to give your windows a streak-free shine. Instead, you can use a special cleaning technique. Two cloths help wick away all the moisture, and the following recipe for a window cleaning solution. Ingredients 1 4th cup of white or apple cider vinegar, 1 cup of rubbing alcohol, 1 tablespoon of cornstarch, two cups of water and then essential oil but that's optional but you could do something like you know lemon or peppermint and and add that there so the directions are funnel all of the ingredients into a spray bottle and shake spray onto windows and wipe them clean these are just seven examples of the many ways you can clean your home without chemicals so get to mixing these non-toxic ingredients to see just how much your place and your eco-friendly efforts can shine all right. So you can see why I say this might be one of those where you want to just write down some recipes or you might want to go and print this one out. Um, when we look at the recipes I and mean, we're all, like I said, only a handful, right? So essential oils, we talked about that water, cornstarch comes up one time, rubbing alcohol comes up one time, white vinegar comes out, uh, comes up a couple of times, baking soda. Then you have uh, borax comes up, and you have washing soda, uh, Castile soap comes up, distilled water comes up one time and uh, a bar of soap. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it. And there is, you know, you, you can do seven different cleaners with that. If, uh, if you want to try all of these. So, uh, again, you know why I I brought this one up. This is, uh, one of those where you want to keep, but also again, when we go back to, the, the supplies is the stock. You're not stocking up a lot. Now, peroxide, I believe it does have a shelf value or shelf life, shelf value, shelf life um, that, you know, it does go bad after a while, but all the other ones, you know, will, will last indefinitely on your um, white vinegar might, might go bad after a while. I'm not 100% sure about that. But uh, you know there are ways to make vinegar when the poop hits the fan. But uh, I've had I know that I've had vinegar for a long, long time. And uh, you know what? actually, I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna pause the podcast and I'm gonna go look up and see if white vinegar does have a shelf life. All right, so I was wrong. Vinegar does not have a shelf life. It's almost indefinite. So that's good. So really out, out of all of these, ingredients peroxide is the only one that would have a shelf life so you would be good to go stockpiling all of these supplies for the long term so all right guys uh, that is uh that's good to know good information so that's it for this article like always i'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can go to it and there are a lot of other links that you can bounce off of uh, in all of those recipes. So um, they go to other, uh, you know, other articles, other links and, and things like that. But again, you know, maybe you might, you might want to write down these recipes, right? Well, guys, that's it for episode 406. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to the theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, Choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, stay prepped and aware. Peace.